Hey you guys, welcome back to Girls Say Less. This is your host, Donna. So on today's episode, I wanted to bring on my good friend, Jesse. Say hi, Jesse. What's happening, y'all? So Jesse is on here today because um, today we're talking about finding a partner who simplifies your life. And I thought, let's bring on Jesse. He's single. He's a male, you know, and I'm going to give you guys a little bit of some woman perspective. And I got a guy on here today, so... Before we get started, Jesse and I are going to do a shot, and that way we can loosen up a little bit and get this discussion started. All right, let's do this. Eh. Cheers. Salud. Ew. Nasty. Ugh. Anyways, okay. So, as you guys know, I always want to do a little icebreaker question so you guys can catch a little vibe with Jesse and what he's all about. So here we go, Jesse. First question. What is something you wish you had known 10 years ago? Something I wish uh, I'd known 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, the money you was making 10 years ago, you wasn't going to be happy with it 10 years later. Okay. So explain. So 10 years ago, I was making cool money. Mm-hmm. Decided I didn't want to go to school no more. I was making cool money. So I figured, fuck school. I'm just going to do this work thing. Mm-hmm. 10 years later, I'm back in college. You know, I'm at Cal State Long Beach and I'm also working. So mm-hmm. I could have been done five years ago, six years ago. Right. Okay. That's a good one. All right, Jesse. Next question. What is your biggest flex? Uh, I started from the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest flex. Everything I got, I earned. Nobody gives me nothing. I don't got parents that help me out. You know, I mean, I got my parents, but they don't help me out. I take care of them. Right. So my biggest flex is everything I got, I did that. That's right. And Jesse, speaking facts right now, you guys, I know that for a fact. Known Jesse for how long, Jesse? Uh, since I was 15, you yeah. were 17. Damn. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yep. <laughs> like, that was a long time ago. I'm so, 30 now for reference. Hey. So, yeah, for sure, Jesse, you've come a long way. That for sure is your biggest flex. I'll toot your horn for that. Um, next question. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Uh, you know what? Depends on the day. Really? I could be either. Mm-hmm. I could wake up at 7.30 and like just wake up with so much energy, want to clean the room, want to go to work, want to do all these things that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Or there'll be days where like my gas doesn't get going until 7, 8 p.m. So Damn. I could be, I could be either. Be, you could be in bed all day? <laughs> I could. Really? <laughs> I work so hard that some days you just need it. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I am. I agree. All right, next one. Um, What song would you sing if you had to pick one for karaoke, Ooh, uh, Mary Jane by Rick James, <laughs> which I do sing for karaoke every time I do karaoke. Oh God! Why that one? Because you know uh, it. It just I yeah, know it. The vocals, the vibe, like <laughs> do you do you do you do you do you? Wow. The vibes, it's the vibes. Yeah, you're right. Okay, sounds good. All right. Next question is. If you had to delete all your apps from your phone and keep only three, which three would you keep? Uh, I would keep uh, I would keep my bank app. Mm-hmm. I would keep my stocks app, mm-hmm. and I would keep my Coinbase app. Mm. But what about your text? You don't recall. 
not gonna call or those aren't me. those are part of the that's part of your apps that's you know the what? app on your you phone know you, me, to... you know me well enough Donna. even today you were like <laughs> reply next time <laughs> yeah i probably could live without text really i mean if i had my macbook and like i could see my messages oh well, well, that's different oh you're a cheater you're a cheater that's a, that's not how it works all right last question is um who has been the kindest to you in your life and why or what have they done to be considered the kindest person damn that was hard really you don't have one person you be like damn this person has always been good to me uh damn i mean my mom mm-hmm. can you say anybody else but your mom yeah i probably can but i mean so there's nobody but your mom that's ever just been like where you've never had a fallout or a disagreement or you just feel like they're just like a kind-hearted person, like or giving, or have you, lifted you up when you needed them. You mom. know what? If I had to be straight up, I would say it was my ex's mom. Okay. She like she was there for me when I needed to when I needed somebody that was older than me there for me. Right. And kind of like that family helped me change my life. Right. It was like a mother figure when you didn't yeah, have when your I mom. Needed it. My mom was in Mexico. For okay. those of you that don't know, so I have, don't really get her a lot. So mm-hmm. I see her maybe twice a week if I'm, I mean, twice a year if I'm lucky. Right. So, you know, sometimes you just need that motherly figure. I would say either her mom or my best friend Vic's mom. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good. All right, guys. So we're going to jump straight into, that was your last question, by the way. So okay. you can, you can relax. <laughs> I'm good. So... <laughs> Um, we're going to jump into today's topic. And again, I wanted to talk about, you know, finding a partner who simplifies your life, meaning somebody that makes your life easier. And like, you know, being, I guess, single nowadays, it's kind of hard, you know, finding somebody that one understands you and that you can trust and somebody that you might be not ready for at that moment, or are you even ready? So with that being said, um, I want to talk about like finding a partner like Jesse like what do you think about finding yourself before finding that partner um, you definitely need to find yourself first because mm-hmm. if you don't love yourself um, you're not going to let anybody else love you mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to be capable to love them as well so right. definitely do agree with you should love yourself first and then um, if you don't got you in order then you definitely don't got no relationship in order right and I think too like you know you have to have peace within yourself like are you where you want to be in life? You know, like, that's what I mean with piecing yourself. Like, are you happy with yourself? You know, are you constantly, like, stressed out with your own income, with your own, you know, finances, where, where you're at with work or your career? And I think um, if you have a lot of issues with your own person, how can that, that means that you're not in love with who you are, fulfill, like, fully. So how can you have the ability to want to be loved or want to love someone else, right? Yeah, I agree with you. So, like, for example, like, if you lose your job, right? And you're just, like, sitting at home and you don't have a job, you don't have no income, and you're in a relationship, obviously you're going to be, fucked like, a moody-ass wreck, and you're probably going to show that to that person who's with you. That's a fact. And especially with men, we all do that. Yeah. When we broke, everybody, mm-hmm. the whole world knows it. Yeah. Not necessarily like we telling everybody we broke, but Mm -hmm. like men don't like being broke. So we act a certain way when we are. Right. So like I read this thing and it said that discipline equals self-love. And I think it's true. Like if you think about it, like for example, let's say discipline means like something as easy as like, you know, that last piece of pizza is not good for you. 
and you're not disciplined enough to do that. And like, let's say you have a history of stomach ache after that, but you keep doing it and you keep going through that fucking shitty ass stomach ache. Like that shows no, no discipline and that shows no love to yourself, your body. Right. Or let's say you, you smoke and you know that smoking makes you a fucking bipolar person or (laughs) moody, whatever. Why do you keep doing it to yourself? So I do agree that discipline for sure equals self-love because if you're not disciplined with yourself and wanting to be like a better person within yourself and bring that good in you physically, emotionally, and like, it's true. If you feel better, you, I mean, if you look better, you feel better. If you, if you literally feel better, you're going to, you know, even bring in better people to your life because you're feeling good. I would agree with that. Right. Yeah. Fucks with that. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, What about like if you haven't healed from maybe a past relationship and you jump into something so quick? You know, we all do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we all do that. We all think that getting under somebody else is going to make us get over someone else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from experience, that isn't the key, bro. Like, love yourself, you know, take the time for yourself, you know, like get back on you and then everything else will come. Would you agree, though, like sometimes when you're, for example, like, you break up with somebody or you're done with somebody and then you're like, "Uh." you're like, okay, for example, I'm going to, I'm going to be done with this person. Right. I don't want nothing to do with him or her or whatever. And you're like, started talking to somebody else. Would you agree that people are always like, Oh, you need to learn to be alone. You know, you need to learn to be by yourself and love being alone first. Being alone fucking sucks. No, it does. And I hate when people try to push that on me. Like, yes. Stop trying to push being alone <laughs> on me. Like, why? Why? Why no, do people do that? We all like companionship, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why we all like living in towns. We all like mm-hmm. living, com- you know, human beings are communal people, are communal mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we ride in packs, you know, exactly. just like other animals do. Ex- so, especially when you, right now you said living in towns. I think especially like people like us, we live in a whole city. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a city. We're not like in like, I'm not like, trying to move countries. out to the boonies. Nah. Yes, in the country where like everybody like we don't see people daily. Like we are interacting daily with people. And I think that when people really do say like you gotta to be alone, like, no, dude, like being alone sucks. And that's the truth. And I think a lot of people don't know how to admit that. Um I mean, if you have for example, me, like I know that like if I'm feeling lonely, I don't necessarily mean like a man, but even if you're around your friends, I got my BFF. you have a room you have a roommate, yeah, so I it's got like my BFF, different. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely. We live together, like mm-hmm. I'm feeling lonely, we'll just pull up to his room. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> pull up to pull up to his room. <laughs> and just play video games or whatever may yeah. have you, you know, but yeah. But you do need somebody, and everybody who right. says like they got themselves or like mm-hmm. I, I'm my own man or I'm my own person and mm-hmm. I don't need nobody, you a fucking liar. Yeah, I you, agree. You a damn liar. I everybody agree. needs some kind of companionship with somebody. Yeah, I agree for sure. And I also think yeah, it's okay to maybe take some time off and like dating, you know. And yes, especially if you're going through a struggle within yourself, whatever struggle that might be, whether it's financial struggle or like mental or a personal family, whatever you're going through, especially at that point, maybe you do want to take a little break. But if it's like, how can I say? I don't think people should judge people for like maybe not exactly jumping into something right away. But if if you think you're ready, like if you're like, like for example, if I'm like, I'm a good girl, like, you know, I got all this going on. I ain't got no care. Like I don't have no baggage. And somebody's interested in me. Oh, well, I'm going to take this, this chance, you know? 
I think that's okay. But if you're like in a place where you're not in a satisfying place for yourself, mm -hmm. that's when you do maybe need to work on yourself. No, of course, of course. <clears throat> and then when you are working on yourself and you just like, um, uh, what's that word? It's a uh, codependent. Okay. Codependent. Mm -hmm. When you can be codependent mm -hmm. on somebody, like you know, like oh, I need I need to depend on somebody so that way I can feel better about myself, or right? Whatever. Or somebody depend on me so I can feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. And that's the, you're you're in it for the wrong motives. That's for sure. You're that's in it for the wrong one. motives. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I for sure think that you should never be dependent on somebody to make you happy because that's why. A lot of people say, I'm not like that, but when that person leaves you, you feel like shit, you feel so sad and lonely, you're depending on them to make you happy because without them, you almost feel like you can't breathe, you're literally. Mm -hmm. You're empty, like Something's you said. Something's missing, yep. So that's like when you're like, oh shit, I've been codependent. You have, mm -hmm. and that's the truth. Okay, so my next thing was um, goals and uh, make sure that you're like, if you're working with somebody that you, uh, I mean, you're engaged and the relationship or situation, whatever you're in, this loving relationship. And you want to make sure that you're with somebody who has goals who are aligned to yours. They don't have to be the same goals, but I do think that what we were talking about the other night, like mm -hmm. our hustles have to match. You have to have some type of an ambition if I'm ambitious. Now, if I'm a bummy ass bitch and I'm just sitting at home and so are you, we might have the same type of interest. But if I'm out there working or going to school or like, you know, have two jobs or whatever I'm doing and you can't understand that I have to balance you in between all of that, that's going to cause conflict for of sure. Of course. Yeah. I feel that a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. I work 40 hours a week on my full-time job. I got 20 hours in my part-time job. I'm a full-time mm -hmm. student, you know, yeah. like I'm a busy motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. you're going to have to deal with that. And if your goals align, then you can understand that. Right. And... If you don't, then like, what the, what the fuck are we here for? So you should be, a red flag should definitely be somebody that's too available. Too available, yes. Exactly. <laughs> we it's talked like, about that. It's like, we were just talking about that the other night. Yeah, like, we were. Like, why the fuck are you always available to hang out with me? Like, I like it. Yeah. I like that you're available for me. <laughs> right. But like, why are you so available? Why you got nothing going on for it's yourself? It's kind of like, uh, come, okay, I'm here. Here, yeah, like, like yeah. even if you're not making money, like go read a book, better mm -hmm. yourself, you right? Know? Like, right, learn something, right. like, you're right, like, mm -hmm. listen to a podcast, like, make mm -hmm. yourself give yourself that you time, like, mm -hmm. do something for yourself. Don't always you be available have your for own me, life. Of, of course. Yeah, don't Especially, always be available for me. Yeah, if you make your life a whole one person, when that person's gone, you're gonna feel like you're like lost. Yeah, like, I mean, I love companionship, me. but mm -hmm. when somebody's too available for me, that shit scares me off, like. Yeah. Why you got so much time on your hands? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much stuff you can be doing in a day. I agree. Especially, yeah, especially if you're somebody, like you said, you work two jobs, you do this, you do that. That's weird. That's scary. That's kind of like, oh, why are you available? Why are you here at my lunch every day? <laughs> why are you here to pick me up? Like, to come, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of weird. Like, no, that would is. be kind of weird, actually. I also think that, especially if you have, like, goals let's say you have goals and you meet someone and she has goals but i think it's very important to also discuss like what goals they those are for example i hate this word because i can never say it what is it, <laughs> what is it? entrepreneur say entrepreneur entrepreneur there we go let's say you're that okay. <laughs> and let's say i work a nine to five all right right you're just like hey you know I'm, i kind of like create my own schedule, I work, I hustle, whatever. I work a nine to five and you're just like, hey, 
I don't like you coming home so late every night. I want you to be home earlier. Well, that's not what my job is like. I think those things are very important. No, it is. Because, hey, guess what? You might not like working in the nine to five, but I might like doing that. You know, I might like being on a schedule. That person might be a hustler too. Exactly. That person might must love might love their grind. They might, or might be doing love what like, they do. They might be excelling at their job. You know, right. they might be doing they might be doing them. You know, right. they, they winning right. in, in their eyes, right? Right, right. But if they can't understand and they can't mm-hmm. see the different type of lifestyle that maybe an entrepreneur will have, right. they're never gonna be successful. Exactly. And because I- they can't understand that mindset. Mm-hmm. That like the yeah. grind is all the time. Like right. I don't have a clock, like I'm always on the clock. Right. And I'm gonna tell you something. That's funny because like I've met people that maybe are like are that. <laughs> what is the word? Say it again. Entrepreneur. <laughs> you guys, I, I struggle with that word. I started all my life. Like I can't say it. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Show but anyway. Lips. Listen to it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, like I obviously I work a nine to five. I teach. So if my kids leave early, I'm still there. You know, I have to stay. I'm there until I have to, you know, plan for the next day, do whatever I have to do. I'm mostly out of my, you know, school by like six, honestly. So I've met people that are like, well, can you hang out around three? Can you like, I'm like, uh, I can't, I just can't just up and go. Like I have shit to do Monday through Friday, which is work. And it does suck because obviously I'm off by six. I get home pretty much to just shower, eat and go to sleep and do it again. And that is, but that's what I like to, I mean, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a teacher. I went to school to do that. I, you know, that is my passion. That's what I enjoy doing. And I don't under I I feel like as I'm getting older, that's one thing that is like one of the biggest understandings to me. If you don't understand that's what I do, and maybe you don't work that type of a schedule, that might be a problem. Because don't get me wrong, like I don't mind maybe coming home and like cooking and all that if like I was living with someone on something serious. But you have to understand that's my that's my job, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody that doesn't do that and is off after 12 they get to enjoy and you know go i don't know go do yoga go swimming go hiking whatever you do i'm jealous but that's not my job Mm -hmm. that's not my lifestyle that's not my life those are not those weren't my goals when i decided to pursue this career and i think a lot of the times people need to understand that goals are a big top topic when starting a serious relationship Yep. And um, that's not even something you really think about, but it should be because think of it long run. Like, you know, I might be working late nights. Let's say I have a business and I have to stay till nine o'clock. Is your partner going to be okay with that? You got to think about those things when starting a relationship. And like you said, like if somebody's just too available, that's always going to be a problem because they're going to be expecting you to be mm-hmm. home or whatever and they don't got anything else so therefore right. they're just looking at their clock just like, watching the watching the, the hands of the clock go yep. by and they're like where the fuck is she mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. and that's an issue definitely so i think definitely goals and ambitions have to be something that is discussed um and it's like, okay, if you want me home at three o'clock, you better retire me like tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to do this? Are you going to be able to afford for me to work part time? Because if not, um, you know I what's have to tricky work. though, Donna? What? You know what's tricky? What? That at the beginning of a relationship, you love that about somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person's a hustler. Oh, mm-hmm. this person's this. This person's right. that. Or they love that about you. Right. They love that about you, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then they fucking get to experience it for a few months, a year, whatever may have you, however right. much time you spent there, and then they fucking hate it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like they thought they were for built me. for this, but they weren't. Yeah. Because at first, you don't want to seem complicated. We talked about this, too. Yes, yeah. At first, you want to seem like you're just so understanding and everything's okay. And yeah, whatever, whenever you can. And you thought you was built for this, but you wasn't. (laughs) It's true. Especially for for somebody that works really hard. Yeah, you thought you was built Mm -hmm. to like be like on the side burner, kind of. like Not that you are on the side burner, but you know, somebody that has a... Look, you can either deal with a person who's broke and has all the time in the Mm -hmm. world for you, or you could deal with a person who's busy. Mm-hmm. And is gonna be able to give you the world, but they're not gonna be able to be there every day. Every day, it's true. So I mean, it's just tricky. Yeah. It's just tricky where you find the compromiser and like what yeah. you decide you're cool with and what you're you know? really truly. That's why you need somebody with. who has like-minded goals and like-minded mm-hmm. themselves because mm-hmm. th- that way you guys are both hustling. You guys are both doing your thing, right. and then you know what you do. You both come home at night and you guys both talk about your day, do your yeah. thing, and it's like, mm-hmm. yo, yeah, this was your day. This was my day. Yeah. Yeah, but you need that. And you need, in order for you to have that, you need to be with somebody that's not complicated. That's understanding, again, that's somebody that is kind of mindful to you, to understanding, like, damn, you worked all day. I'm not going to give him drama or shit because he's here late, which will fall into my next topic. But still, like, you know, like, those types of things are important, especially in a relationship. And I don't think we really talk about those things when you start off with somebody, but that's why they say, like, even if you think it's like nothing, you might end up with this person. This 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 link up might end up into a whole ten year situation. It like it really can, and yeah. it really is true. Yeah. I agree with about I that. I was in a long relationship off of a hookup at a rave <laughs> when I was eighteen years old. Wow, wow, you see? Ended up eleven and a half years later. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it happens like that sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it happens like that sometimes. <laughs> Um, again, so, um, oh, so, okay. So another thing that I wanted to talk about was like, when we talk about, you know, the goals and, you know, does somebody match or hustle and that obviously is going to, you know, all come together to a successful relationship. A lot of the times people, oh, I posted this question on my podcast and I thought it was so spot on because I knew this was what it was going to be. I asked the question, do you believe in a person's potential or a person's presentation? How long of a conversation do we have on that, Donna? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, so I was like, wow. And honestly, I had like two other people send me a message about like, wow, this is exactly why relationships don't work out. And I don't know if people were confused with the question, but I felt it was pretty obvious. So what I meant by that, yeah, what I meant by that is, do you believe in a person's potential or person? Or the way that they're, the way that they present, they yeah. present, present so themselves. Yeah. Pretty much, like if I if I meet you and you're just like, hey, like you know, I've got this going on, and it's like it's you know it's a little shabby, you know, it's like not good. And then I continue seeing you, and I'm just like, okay, he has a little bit of baggage, but you know what? I see more in him. I see more in her. I you know she can do better. You know she can get a better job. She's gonna, I you. Man, no, you, worst, you're going you're to get the worst. No, the worst is when they sell you. 
Ooh, oh yeah. I have this goal. I have that goal. I have this goal. Uh, I have oh, that, that goal. too. You start fucking with them for a few weeks, maybe a month. You're like, or two, where are all these goals? And like, what, what are you? What are you doing to work towards these goals? And you know, or are they exactly. just dreams? Or are exactly. they just dreams? It's like if for a person to tell you, like, oh, I want to open up um, a restaurant. Oh, okay, so like, what do you have? You to went work? to school, yeah. culinary art school. Are like, you, are you, you know how to savings? cook? What do you have? Do saved you have up? any? Do you even know how to cook? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like little things like nah, that. It's cool that people got dreams. You know, it's cool that, but. Don't call your don't call yes. your dreams goals. Yes. Because I have so oh, many that's dreams. That's so good. Yeah. I want to be the president of the United States. <laughs> I want to freaking be a dictator somewhere. Dictator. You know? Oh yeah. Do not 14, do not vote for him. When I was, you wouldn't be voting for me. I would be taking power. <laughs> okay. Exactly. No. <laughs> no. Honestly. But like, what are you doing towards that? You know? Exactly. So my thing is this: I think a lot of unsuccessful relationships are unsuccessful because you fall in love with the person's potential. You fall in love with how you can change that person. With the person's dreams. Yes, the person's dreams. But they don't got goals. Or, or, Or like, for example, you're like, oh, he's got goals or she's got goals, but she needs a little push and I'm that push. I'm going to change you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to push you and maybe even help you get there. Guess what, honey? Especially at our age, like if you're over 30 listening to this, no. You're out. Like, this is out. I am not dealing with your potential nowadays, ladies. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, if you're still dealing with somebody's potential and their way of wanting them to change, like, you're you're stuck in a fantasy. Like, they're never going to change. That's not going to happen. And a lot of the times, a lot of people really fall in love with the person's potential. Stop doing that. Be in love with what you see in front of you because that's who they are. No, but, you know, just to counteract a little bit, like... I, I believe you might have potential, but I ain't here to build you up right now. No. I'm too old for this shit. Yep. Like, I'm too old to build you yep. up. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could have the potential. You might do those things, and that's cool. But if you ain't working towards it right now, you don't need to be in the place that you want to be right now. And, yeah. And as long as you're working towards it, I'm cool. I'm game. We there. We, we there together. Yeah, and don't confuse that with, like, me saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I want to, for example, I want to become... I, I don't know. I want to become a math teacher. I want to do this. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm on my last semester of school and I'm going to get this. Okay, that's different. You're actually working. No, that's not potential. That's presentation. Exactly. That's Yeah, yeah, that's different. I'm talking about like somebody is like, well, one day I want to open up my own barbershop and I'm still a barber at the barbershop. Like, no. Like, what are you doing there? Like, are you like... No, I disagree. They could be stacking chips. Okay. They could be stacking chips and they could be learning the business. They could be learning the mistakes. Okay, you're probably right. That was probably a bad That was a bad one. That was a bad one. Okay, that was a bad example. You're probably right. Okay, but what if they're like, oh, I want to become... Uh, I want to be a business owner, but you know nothing about business and you don't even know what type of business you want to and open. And you don't even got a job and you ain't even actively looking for one. <laughs> or you don't even know what kind of business. You're just saying, I want to be a business owner. And you're just like, what kind of business? Like, I don't know yet. So, but you talk real good. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, a lot of the times you need to fall in love with the person in front of you. Like, if a person, for example, if he's like, it didn't work out with my ex, I'm not going to lie. I used to be a cheater. You know, I would cheat all the time, but I'm not that person no more. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. That's a person's potential, honey. If she cheats on you, you're going to be like, oh, I didn't think you would still do this. Uh, no, that's their presentation. They're letting you know who they are. Same thing with, like, women. Like, I feel like if you see her and she's got all these issues and she's struggling and all these things, she's like, I'm, I want to buy a house. Like, how? 
if you are asking me for forty dollars, you know what I mean. Like if somebody, you like I feel stop. That. I feel that. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like if somebody, like seriously, it was you guys, it was like, just a few weeks ago. <sighs> it was just a few weeks ago. I had been talking to this girl. Mm-hmm. She had told me like, oh, I want to do all these things, blah blah blah. You know, you deal with it for the first few weeks because you're right. talking to somebody. Right. She fucking had the audacity to ask me for twenty bucks that so she could go. You know, like you're lying. She did. She had the audacity. <laughs> Wait, how did she ask you it though? She was like, "Hey, you know what? Like, um, I just spent my last blah 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 blah. I don't remember what she told me. You know, whatever. I sent her the twenty dollars. Why? Kept it short. Kept it short for the next no! few days. Kept it short for the next few days. But like, like <laughs> I just, I, I was just looking for the opportunity for the messages to go dry, and then I just stopped replying, and that's where that ended. Why would you send her the $20? Because you know what? You obviously need it, you fucking basic bitch. <laughs> he said you fucking basic bitch mad about it, but you still sent it. No, I sent it because, oh like, you God. know what? You had the audacity to ask, like, go out there and, like, I would give, look, 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 look. Honestly, honestly, I'm a sucker for homeless people, right? No, I'm a sucker for them. No, no, but I'm going to, I'm going to basically, like, compare this basic bitch to, to, to this homeless person. <laughs> Because I'd give the homeless dude five dollars, or he asked me to buy him, or he asked me for money, and I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you money, but I'm gonna buy you this whole ass meal." So that's what I did. I bought her a whole ass meal, and then right. sent her on her way with her basic ass. Okay, that makes sense. But that's crazy. Like, <laughs> how old was she? I'm sorry to ask, but she's a little younger. Okay, a little but, younger, a little much. younger, but still, she's in her late the twenties. Late twenties. That's a problem. See, Jesse, you fell in love with the person's. Not in love. No, I, I didn't didn't say that. Love. No, 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 I'm sorry. No. <laughs> okay, you fell for a person's potential. No, I was I was I was like entertaining the idea. I was okay. entertaining the idea. And like I was like, okay, like you know, we all got struggles, you know. I came from See? struggles. Again. No, we you, are No. But you, let me finish. Let me finish doing it. She presented me. a struggle. No, she presented a struggle and I can understand your struggle, bro. Like I slept in my car before, like mm-hmm. for months at a time, you know? I I can understand the struggle. But, like, go out and do yours. Like, but bitch, you could have done Postmates. You could have gone Uber Eats. You could have right. done DoorDash. There's Instacart. Like, if you got a car, what she does, uh-huh. you got way oh, to make money. She had a car. Jeez. You got a way to make money, you know? Like, you <laughs> yeah. got ways to make money so you don't have to ask me for $20. Yeah, or ask you. I mean, she could ask her homegirl. Dude. She just thought you were a nice guy. I, and I am. You are. And you I are always will be. But like. She took advantage of your niceness at that very moment. No, I wouldn't say she took advantage of it. She just tried to test me. Mm-hmm. And then she failed that test. Well, she failed my test because right. I was like, all right, I'm going to give you these $20. But like, I'm going to take it as a payment, as like a lesson learned. Oh, wow. Like, thanks for that lesson. This It was worth 20 bucks. <laughs> right, right. That's crazy. Like, wow, ladies, you, you guys are doing bad out there, man. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. It's Never. Wild. See, like me personally, I know that there's girls out there that'll take money if you offer it to them or whatever. Uh, to each his own, I guess. But to ask somebody for twenty dollars, I didn't. She was really doing bad she for was. real. She had to have been. All right, last one. So trust. Um, I think trust is like for sure one of the biggest, most important things, especially if you want to have like a. Um, you know, a good simplifying love life, you know, like somebody that, that you and her or you and him, whatever you guys are in this situation and you guys are trying to be happy in it. Trust is like one of the biggest things in it. And I think that men and women have to be able to trust themselves before 
anything. And what I mean, trust yourself, is like, are you ready, honestly, to be in a situation with somebody? Like, temptations out there. You're probably single still, not official, whatever. While you're being exclusive with somebody. Wait, I'm confused. How can you be single and exclusive? Well, maybe there's not a title. Like, maybe we're not together yet. So, we're not exclusive. So, if you think exclusive means... No, what if you guys are dating, but only dating each other at that moment so that it could become a relationship? If we haven't made it exclusive, we're not exclusive to each other. So, you think that once you make it exclusive, that means we're in a relationship? Yeah, of course. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Because, like, if we say we're dating Mm -hmm. and we're not giving ourselves a title... Mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm free to do as I please. Mm. Okay, so let's say, okay, so then scratch. And I feel like she's cool to do as she pleases too. Right. But if you guys are exclusive, then you guys are in a relationship. Of course. Okay, so of it's course. like, if it's like, okay, like, wait, are you seeing anybody? And then you're like, no, like, all right, so you're just talking to me? Yeah, all right, cool. So what do you think about being exclusive? All right, cool. So that means you're not going to date nobody but me, right? Yeah. But you're not saying, do you want to be my girlfriend? Then what? No, you're just finding words. You're just finding ways to rephrase it. To me, it still sounded like you said the exact same thing. You're just like, you're just doing this whole new millennial generation. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's no, what... no, no, not just you, though. And this is my issue with girls right now. Uh-huh. This is my issue with girls and guys, too. You mm-hmm. know, like, I just observe a lot. You know, like, okay. I just came out of a very long relationship. I've only been single for le- a little less than a year. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just have been observing, like, the single life, you know? And it's a right. lot different than my relationship life. Right. And, like, everybody is so selfish now. They're all, like, just thinking about themselves, you mm-hmm. know? Like, everybody wants to keep everything at a distance or keep everything at, like, at a way where, like, you can't get hurt or you can't this or you can't that. And it's like, that shit is lame, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, just fucking trust yourself. Trust yourself to, like, like this person or this person likes you or whatever, you know? So, okay, so back to that. Back, but, like, see, you you just did what I see everybody do. And I'm not trying to put you down, though. No. It's just because I've been doing it, too. No, 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 you're not putting me down in no way. I'm just, I'm trying to make it clear, like, okay. If you, everything you said to me, that's exclusive. That's a relationship. We might okay. have not said boyfriend, so girlfriend, can, so that's but we basically say. said it but and we rephrased people, it. There's people that still like to, to be labeled like, well, am I your girlfriend? You never asked me. Then what? Then at that point, if we already established we were exclusive, then I would be like, yeah, I think you're my girlfriend at this point. Okay. See, that's where I think people might be confused because... For example, I'm old school. Like, you need to say, like, are you we together? Like, am I your girlfriend? No, honestly, because then I'm going to be like, I don't know if he knows I'm here. It's just so much <laughs> tiptoeing about, the, about that about that sentence nowadays. It's right. just so, so much tiptoeing. Like, like, people will straight up be in a relationship, mm-hmm. and to not have to call it a relationship, they'll call it a situationship. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me... This shit is ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, you're just trying to find your way out at all times. Like, you always have one foot out the door. And I think that's the but wrong you know way to that, approach yeah, anything. I agree, Jesse. But see, there's a lot of times where people think they're in a whole relationship. And then you really come to find out, like, shit, this shit was never a relationship because it was maybe not open up enough. And it was a whole fucking situationship. Uh, fuck, it sucks, bro. It, it sucks, sucks out here. It's so true. It Trust sucks. me, I just got out of a whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> no, but sucks. seriously, like, it's really true. Like, you you might think you have a relationship with somebody, 
But like you said, maybe one person in that relationship is thinking it's a whole situation shit because they're still doing what the fuck they want. But the whole time they want to play both parts. Yeah. To me, you got to just like, like, all right, let's say I misinterpreted, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say that same conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh yeah, we're exclusive. Are you talking to anybody? No, I'm not talking to anybody, blah, blah, blah. So we're exclusive. I think that's another way of saying where I'm in a relationship with you. I'm not seeing nobody but you. Yeah, but right. you. That, at that point, you just basically locked into me in my mind, okay. in my eyes. I agree. And it sucks that you you make a point. You mm-hmm. probably should make it a little more clear. Mm-hmm. But how much clearer can it be than exclusive? Right. What What if you think you're exclusive but she doesn't? But I mean, did we? What we said, we had that conversation. What we said, well, right. so so like we're kind of seeing each other exclusively. And then like, oh, but she didn't, but he didn't say that he was my boyfriend. So right. that's why I'm still dating this other, this other dude. Yeah. 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 Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like we yeah. said we were exclusive. That would make us non-exclusive right. if you're over here dating somebody else. No, I agree with like, you. Like listen to the words you say mm-hmm. and like process those when you put them out there because yeah. words are things. Okay. I agree a hundred percent with that. So, okay. Yeah. I agree with, with that part for sure. I think that people make it very complicated to be beneficial to them. Especially if everybody's it's, like if that it's now, a person, Donna. and if especially People if it's a person suck, that, bro. yeah, especially if it's a person that wants to play games, that wants their cake and eat it too, that wants to play both fields, that has something else going on, but wants to still have you around. You know, they play, they use those types of shits to like fuck with you mentally, and you know, to keep you around, and that's the truth. So back to me saying like about the trusting, like I think that in order for you to be ready to be exclusive or in a relationship with someone, you have to be able to trust yourself in the sense of like, trust yourself to stop entertaining other shit. You know, we talked about what do we consider flirting? You know, me and Jesse had a conversation the other night about, let's say I'm dealing with somebody and another guy hits up my DM is like, oh, you look cute or you look good or reacts to it with the fireball or hard eyes, whatever. And I say, thank you. Does what Jesse consider that entertaining? Honestly, I live in the world of social media nowadays, you know, Mm -hmm. is if you kept it, thank you. That's polite. You know, like I would hate for me to like, uh, I'll use you for example. Mm-hmm. How many times do like you post a picture and I'll be like, "Damn, Donna, you look in flames," but you know I'm not trying to hit on you. Right. A simple thank you is cool. Like that way I know you acknowledge yeah. me. I'm not trying to hit on you, Donna. I'm right. not. Right. A but that's th- different. You're my homie. No, <laughs> like, but, I mean, that's but like even sometimes like mm-hmm. you know like people compliment each other. You know I right. get complimented by girls all the time that I know mm-hmm. ain't trying to hit on me. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know that not. But the fittest fire, the, the fittest fire. You know. Yeah. Like and I know that. And I just say a simple thank you. Like mm-hmm. that's cool. You know. Mm-hmm. But so many people misinterpret those things, and we live in a world of social media where you know you learn how to separate that a little right. bit. Right. So you say it wouldn't bother you if a girl who you're dealing with if she kept that thank, thank you. you? Nah, yeah. and then she was probably like. And then I don't know if I necessarily would need to be notified or not, but if he kept pressing, then I would need to be like notified. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't say like saying a thank you or liking the message mm-hmm. is you trying to create a create a, a, a tension engagement. Be- yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. You just gotta be woke to those things. Yeah, and I think too, it's also a home secure with yourself. I know that there's a lot of people that think. Why are you replying to thank you? That's you're just allowing them. Just like Vic said the other night, you know, he was like, but see, <laughs> he was but like, every hell dude, no. every dude mm-hmm. thinks that mm-hmm. he has every chance with every woman who, mm-hmm. who like, like, let's say get a response. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, bro, get over yourself. Like, you are <laughs> not that dumb. Nice. Like, be nice, nice, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I think I like for example I think I'm way too nice. Like sometimes I don't need to say nothing, but I do. Like sometimes I'll be like thank you or like hit the like, like whatever. 
But I like a thanks of what like very short. That person, if they don't get the hint after that, mm-hmm. then like, and then they reply, and then you just like, right. they, and you leave them on the scene, right? And if that person doesn't get the hint, like that's then, on them. That's true. But again, back to like trusting yourself. I think that a lot of the times, people that don't trust themselves are people that feel like they can get away with things without being caught. You know, for example. If you're in a relationship and you're like, oh, yeah, I trust myself. Like, I ain't going to cheat. I ain't going to do this. But let's say you're far as shit. Nobody knows you. Whatever. You trust yourself to really be like, I don't need this. But let's say this opportunity of a lifetime presents to you. You have to be able to really be like, nah, I don't need that. In order for you to be able to be happy in a relationship, I think. Because if you do sneaky shit that you know you're not getting caught about. You're not really happy in that relationship nah, because you're, you're like holding all those things in in the closet. Like there's a lot of nah, bad shit you do. There's been points. There's been points in a relationship where I was doing those things where mm-hmm. I was being out like whatever. And you're right. Like mm-hmm. it, I don't know. I wouldn't say that it was necessarily that uh, I wasn't happy. I think I was insecure with myself and I needed to validate myself. Right. I needed to validate myself and I don't know if it was for myself or if it was to be validated by my friends or like, look how many bitches I got, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Or it was a need that and you I, needed And I got right? to a point in my relationship where, you know, like, cheating wasn't cool. Like, what do I need this for? Like, I got a good thing here. Mm-hmm. I've seen both of those situations in the same relationship. Right. And, you know, like sometimes things don't work out, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but you see both of those versions and right. then you learn to be like more ready for the next one. Right. So right. like, you know, like I'm not going to tell somebody I want to be exclusive with them if I know I'm not ready to be exclusive with them. Mm-hmm. Like that's just something I've learned. Though, if you can't you know? trust yourself, if you're not ready to be exclusive. In, then I ain't. Yeah. That means that you want to still see other people. Exactly. And then once you know, you know, you know, you know. Mm hmm. And also, like, I think, too, like, let's say you meet a girl and if this person has trust issues within themselves, like insecurities, that shit ain't going to work either. So you meet a girl, you guys are dating. She's constantly accusing you of like, why are you always with your homies? What are you doing? Why are you always got to be out? Why do you need to have a guy's night out? What the hell? Like, why can't I come? Why can't I? She might have insecurities from her past relationship that she hasn't let go. And I think that creates unhappy ass That goes back to the self-love thing. Mm-hmm. Learn to love yourself first because whatever mm-hmm. you're going through isn't my isn't my problem. I didn't do those things to you. Right. You got to deal with that shit on your own. Right. Do you. Like, do figure that shit out and mm-hmm. then come back to me. Right. But don't fucking project. Don't project all these insecurities on me mm-hmm. because of some something somebody else did to you. Right. Because you don't know who the fuck you fucking with right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what you got here. Mm-hmm. And you're about to ruin that shit. Yeah. And if you're dealing with somebody who's, again, uneasy and has all these reasons to, like, feel like they can pretty much shove their bad energy onto you, it's just going to create tension in the relationship, period. That's a fucking fact. mm -hmm. And that's a fact. Or as Donna would say, and that's the truth. (laughs) And that he keeps saying I say that, which is true. I do say that. Let's do a quick little salute. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take another shot. Shot number deuce. Deuce. Yuck. Ugh, I'm already tipsy and it's still nasty. I'm like, it ain't eh. that bad. Chill. Mm-mm. Ew. Okay. All right. So now that we talked all three of those topics, um, I wanted to talk about um, when does it become difficult like for you guys to work together? I think um, it becomes difficult when... When does a relationship become difficult? Like for sure, finances, I think, becomes difficult. If we... If 
again, another question I asked on the Instagram. I asked the question, if your partner makes more than you, do you respect them? I got no problem with that. <laughs> Just like, I ain't got no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't got no problem and, with that because I'm competitive. Right. And I'm so competitive. Like, you might make more money than me now. But you're just driving me, and it's a friendly competition, and you know that's your your partner should inspire you to, make sure you to you be that. You have to make sure you say that. Make sure you say friendly competition, because when you were saying competitive, like no, 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 no. Yeah. Like sometimes, like there'll be times, like I'll use a class for example, right? Mm-hmm. There'll be times in class where like I don't even know who the student is. I just know the student number ID four six seven eight, and I see that they got an A minus, and I got a B plus. It's like fuck this. On the next test, I'm gonna do blah 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 blah. Right. It doesn't mean I want to put them down or like knock what they do. Right. It's just like a they inspired me to be better than them. Mm-hmm. And within in a, within a relationship, like I feel like when your partner's doing good. Like, that should inspire the other one mm-hmm. to, like, step their game up. Right. And not necessarily, like, oh, I got to put you down or nothing. It's just, like, we should inspire each other in that exactly. way. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Moving each other again. Moving each That's other. That's why I don't mind you making other. more money than me because it's only going to drive me more. Right. I agree. And I think, too, I think a big thing that causes a lot of difficulties in a relationship is if you have different mindsets. Like, about... It could be, like we talked about, like I said, it could be about politics, dude. Like, if you have, like, a whole different idea of, like, what I think is right. So, I do think that a person's thinking is a big turnoff. A big turnoff. And it might not be an issue, but eventually it does. Because guess what? They become um, discussions where they're, like, I just contradict everything in your fucking whole thought. Like, you're way off. You're wrong. And it could be, like, things that they maybe have never even gone through. It could be things that maybe you've gone through or your family has gone through, but they've never seen that type of a struggle. Ooh, I hate and, that. Yeah, I hate I that, hate too. That. Trust me, I hate, I hate that. I hate when somebody tries to judge a situation that they've never been a part of mm-hmm. and then try to act like they're the fucking know-it-all in that situation. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, you don't know what the fuck <laughs> I've been through to get to this point or whatever right. or what this person did to get to right. that point. Like, or like for example like you said like like what if you're dealing with a girl who's her upbringing is totally different than yours and she starts talking about like well i don't like this i don't like you know when people come here and blah blah, blah. like just things that hit different because you're like, yeah, like you know what let's say like let's say she grew up like in a nice little like not say mm-hmm. let's not say wealthy but let's say in a comfortable household right. both parents mm-hmm. blah 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 Mm-hmm. And then you got this other person who grew up in a single parent household, mm-hmm. like mom works three jobs, right. like, and then like, you know, probably needs a little welfare to like help them out or right. whatever. And then this other fam, the, the person who grew up with the both parents in a nice house or whatever, like, ill people on welfare disgust me. Like, you're like, Bitch, uh, you know <laughs> yeah, you don't know what my struggles are or yeah. you've never uh, been through nothing, or, obviously. Or, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, yeah, I feel like even like that kind of struggles, like also, um, not struggles, but that those types of difficult situations or conversations also matter to if like even in like differences in cultures and like differences in like you know upbringings and like you said even, no like, differences in cultures is a big one oh bro. yeah for like, sure people think for that sure. they want like oh I want to I only have a type and this is my type and mm-hmm. then you date that type and then they're like holy shit they're way different than me culturally they're, yeah. Like, and they don't understand what we've been great. through. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Even like differences in like ethnicities and races. Like mm-hmm. you have to really want to be involved in that person's 
who they are, where they come from, what they're about, their understand. If you're not really open minded to that, you then need you're to be gonna, yeah. utmost empathetic oh, yeah. levels for you mm-hmm. to be able to accept because you're like always going to ride for yours mm-hmm. and they're going to always ride for theirs and, and they're going to always put theirs first and whatever. And I think that if you're not open to the idea of both sides and you're going to be in this very com- conflictive, aggressive, um, relationship where you always have take. to yes exactly everything's and a give and take even, you always have to be ready for a give and take even in a relationship. family values i think that's a big one too it's different if like cultures. my way of thinking of upbringing my kid is just, like if you think whooping ass is cool and i don't then that's gonna be a problem too you know what i mean like, like you know like uh-huh. with hispanics right uh-huh like hispanics are cool with the kids living at the home mm-hmm. until they get married yes that can be till i'm 35 years old yep. Yeah, like, and other cultures believe when you're like, 18, you 18 get the fuck about my kids. You ain't my problem no more. Get the yeah. fuck up out of here. Yeah, it's true. And like, you might want to raise our kids like that. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, my kid can stay here. What yeah, are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? He's like, not going I'm, nowhere. I want him to save his money, get his uh-huh. like bread up, and I want him to be have all the opportunities in the world I to agree. succeed in the future. Right. Instead of like making him struggle when he's a fucking little 18 year old dumbass kid. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And like I said, that, that, that's that could over be an issue. all yeah. things that make a relationship either succeed or fail. And those are things that once you start realizing, like, this shit's getting pretty fucking serious, especially if you're, like, having kids with these people. Like, you have to talk about all those things because if you don't, then it creates unsuccessful relationships and relationships that are stressful and probably don't last or don't don't happen. That's facts. That's facts. All right, so um, with that being said, I pretty much think that's it with this what? one. But remember, I do have this um, new thing that I want to do, like let's talk, and I'm going to bring up a couple of emails that I got. And since I have Jesse on here today, he's going to get to engage in them with me. Hey. All right, so this is where we're going to move on to the next part of the podcast, you guys. Cool. All right. All right, you guys, so we're going to jump into the Let's Talk segment of this podcast. And as I told you guys, I wanted to start this email thing where I have you guys send in anonymous emails with a little bit of maybe something you're going through, have gone through, or want to just, you know, get people through that you feel like maybe are going through the same thing as you, where you guys send in these anonymous emails. All I ask is for your age, so I could kind of more or less, you know, direct you in the right way. And then I just give you my input on what you're going through. So before we do that, me and Jesse are going to take our third shot so we can do these emails. All right. Shot. Hello. Oh, I still can get over it. <laughs> That's a nasty. That's the first one I needed to taste her for. Ugh. Anyways, okay. Here we go with the first one. So I'm going to read out the email. Shout out to you guys again for even sending these emails. I appreciate it. Um, I've got a couple, but I'm going to um, read out three tonight for the first time. So keep sending those in, you guys. Again, the email address is girlsayless.podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, send them, them, send in those emails. All right, here we go. First email says, Hey sis, this is a ran, this is random, but I jumped into your podcast page on Instagram. You kept coming up on my explore page. So I said, let me go take a listen to her podcast. 
First of all, I wanted to say that you always post the best questions ever. They really get me in my thoughts, and I like that. Please keep up with them. They help me reflect on things that I've gone through and that I'm actually still going through. This is uh, this girl is a mess, you're going to think. Anyways, let me jump into my situation. I'm 24, and I've been dealing with this guy for about five years now. We first started dating... We first started dating and we were both going to college. He dropped out of college and I continued and graduated with my bachelor's degree. I always felt like he was in competition with me, but I never took it too serious. Now that I'm older and in a better place financially, I feel like he envies me. I only say this because we go out and he's always making smart comments when it comes to paying. I have no problem with paying. Sometimes... But he says things like, you can pay this meal since it's, since you make more money than me. Whoa. You think you're better than me, don't you? Whoa. <laughs> wow, yeah. Then, when I get angry at the comments and take my debit card out to, play, to pay, he gets even more mad. I'm so confused. I got tired of it, so I decided to take a break. Was I wrong for doing that? I only ask that because he's gone around telling our mutual friends that I broke up with him because I think I'm a big shot now. I hate that he tries to make me look so wrong and bad to other people instead of facing the fact that he made me make this decision and take it serious. It's like I have to apologize for being me or like I have to step down on myself in order to keep him happy. What do you think this is all about? Wow. Damn. Wow. That one's that one. <laughs> you want to go first? All, go ahead, Jesse. Go. First of all, the fact that she started with I've been dealing with the guy. Mm-hmm. That just shows that even she wasn't too committed. Right. She said because how long? Five years. Five years, bro. You still dealing with the guy? Like you're dealing with him. That don't sound positive. That doesn't sound like a relationship. That doesn't sound positive. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, to me, it just sounds like you're dealing with a boy. You like you know he ain't not, sure. he ain't a man yet. He ain't a man yet. And it goes back to what we just talked about not even 20 minutes ago. Like, right. you guys have different mindsets. You guys, you guys, you are already actualizing your 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 goals. You're already actualizing she's what so you see yourself She's so young, too. At. She's 24. And she's so already, she's been dealing with him for what, since she was 19? 19, yeah. And she's, and she's actualizing what she said she was going to fucking do. And mm-hmm. now she's doing it. And he said he was going to do it, too. And he thought it was too hard for him. Mm-hmm. And now he's bitter. To right. me, it sounds like he bitter. To me, it sounds like you need to move on. <laughs> no, no, honestly, I think you're 24 years old. You went to college. You got yourself through college, which, by the way, college is not easy. So anybody who says college is a piece of cake, it's lying. It's easy. It, no, it's not. It it takes time, though. It's, it's, it's time not, consuming. It's time consuming. And you have to actually put the work in. You can't just say, oh, I'm just going to go not do it. Everything takes work. Exactly. takes work. That's true. Work takes work. But I'm saying. Everything takes work. She put herself through it is what I'm saying. She went to school every day. She went to class. She did what she had to do to pass the class. What I'm saying is you put the work in, girl. You put the work in to get that bachelor's degree and toot your own fucking horn because at the end of the day, he's an insecure ass man. Boy, kid. boy, <laughs> a boy, man. okay, uh, insecure ass boy, men know themselves. who feels like he can tell you those things because he's just trying to push your buttons, and now he gets mad when you come up and pay, but yet he's saying shit like that. 
to me, he's just playing a game. He's trying to push your buttons. He's trying to piss you off. He's trying to say things that really are in his own insecurities, but he's throwing them in your face. Pretty much, you'd probably do make more money than him because... Not exactly because he didn't go to college because there's people that make more money than people that actually go to college, but not everybody has that, you know, that <laughs> that security. That's the truth. Yeah. So my thing is, why are you still dealing with him? Why? Like, why are nah, you... she did the right thing. She, she said, she, oh, right, right. She took a break. Don't listen... Don't like, call it a break. Call it a breakup. You yeah. left that motherfucker in the dust where you should have left him. <laughs> exactly. And another thing, people that break... You know, if you took a break from him and he's the one I caused all this, they're always going to make you look bad, honey. That's nothing not nothing out of the normal. People always want to do that to make themselves feel better. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say, mm -hmm. Donna. He's only doing that so that he feels better about where his situation is at. Oh, right. she thinks she's too good for me. She thinks, like, because he knows you from when you were 19, so he thinks he knows... You, the little girl, you know, but yeah. you know what? We all grow. We all yeah. grow. And You're we, supposed to change. Yeah, we're supposed to change. We're supposed to get better. We're supposed to improve with age. You know, right? And if that motherfucker ain't doing it, then that the question's already answered, bro. Yeah. You answered it yourself. Yep. You're doing the right thing by taking this break, make it into a breakup, like Jesse said, and stick to it, girl, and move on. You know, there's he, dudes out there thinking to match your hustle, bro. Yep. And and don't think of a competition as a bad thing. Like, like I was saying earlier, like sometimes it could be a friendly competition yeah. as long as you guys are actually competing. And that's why I made sure Jesse said that because I'm, I've dealt with a person that has been comp competing with me and that shit is no fun. And that's why I tell you this. I've been in a situation where I grew as a person and I went to college and I did that. And that's what broke up our, our, our you know, a lot of our situation because he felt like he had to compete with me. I'm sorry. You ain't shit, and I am. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, but the truth is, like, you're supposed to get better, become a better person with age in every aspect of your life, your person, your finances, your career, your life, your family, whatever you grow into, you should be a better person yearly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'm, I'm going to give you a little, back, a little background story why I went back to college. You know, my ex got her master's, you know? And not to say I was a hater. No, you know what? Everything that happened between us, you know, everything that happened between me and my ex, you know, at the end of the day, she, I would have never been where I'm at today if it wasn't for her because she went and she did the damn thing mm -hmm. and I didn't fucking get bitter at her. I didn't get mad at her. I supported everything she did. As and I was should. like, you know what? You know what? I got to do it too. I got to do it because she did it, you know? And if she can do it, I can do it because who knows somebody better than the person you're in a relationship with? Like, mm -hmm. you know, nobody knows the inner outworkings of, of a person than when you're laying in bed with them and you guys are sharing your deepest, darkest secrets, you know? Right. And, like, your insecurities, your this, your that. And you know what? Because of her, I went to school and, like, now I'm going to be a better dude, you know? So don't, okay. don't fucking take what you did and let him put you down for it. Because at the end of the day, he should have supported you and he should have just stepped his game up with you. I agree. And he decided he didn't want to. Yep. I agree. For sure. All right. Next email. So if I'm not mis... Yeah. I think he's... I think it's a guy. For sure. I don't know. I hope it's a guy. But anyways, it says, Hey, girl, say less. How are you? I'm 30... It's a girl? She a dumbass girl because you thought it was a no, guy. No, no, not that one. <laughs> this next one. No, I'm saying, I'm saying this next one. If, oh. you, if it, if you think it's a guy, it's a girl. Because I you read the email. You gotta step your game up already, girl. 
I read the email and it sounded like it was a guy. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, okay. It says, hey, girl, say less. How are you? I'm 31 years old and I've been single for about three years now. Okay. Me and my ex still have communication from time to time. We haven't slept with each other for over two years, though. That's because I haven't wanted to. I know. Oh, no. This is a girl one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Back, back, back. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I know he's dealing with other people and so am I. Even though we don't talk about it, we both know the deal. Sometimes I think that he wants to stay in communication with me because we're just so used to each other. I don't want to be back with him though, but I still like his company from time to time. Is it weird that I want to keep him around when he does go weeks without texting or calling me? I wonder what he's up to. Not in a jealous way, but in a curious way, if that makes any sense. I feel like I don't want to lead him on, but at the same time, I don't want him to be in, I don't want, but at the same time, uh, I want to be his friend. We don't kiss, we don't have sex, but I enjoy knowing he's okay. He does ask to have sex with me, but I tell him I don't want to because I don't want to lead him on. Am I selfish? I know I sound crazy, right? Is it normal? LOL. By the way, I love your content you bring to the table. Keep shining, boss babe. <laughs> it's definitely normal. We all do that. We, you know, we all want to keep tabs in one way or another. Um, some of us won't reach out to the other person. Some of us won't reach out to the other person. But you know what? When you're in a relationship, you build this unbreakable bond of like a friendship, you know? So you do want to keep tabs on that person. You do want to make sure that they're good. But just know this. Uh, what was her name, baby girl? She didn't give her name. Oh, I thought that was her name. No, but anyways. <laughs> like but she, anyways. But she anyways. Said, hey, girl, say less. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, if 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 you are like just wanting to keep in communication with him to see like what he's doing, and he's not replying to you or he's not hitting you, then he is doing good, girl, because mm-hmm. he isn't hitting you no more. Right. So you should be happy for him. I think that if is, you truly want the best for him. Yeah. I think honestly that's very complicated, but I can ref- I can honestly I can honestly tell you that I think that it's crazy that as people we always especially if you were in a long relationship with them, you didn't you didn't say that part. But if you still want to kind of know about them or something, that's normal. I do think that a lot of the times people think that because you think of somebody, does that mean you miss them? No. No, you miss them. No. That doesn't mean that you miss them romantically, though. Yeah, look, just because you can miss somebody doesn't mean you love them still, is what I'm trying to say. No, you do love them. You're not in love with them. Right. Learn to separate those. Right. Learn to separate those. There's very true. And I think I think that a lot of times, even you, especially if you've had somebody in your life for so long, I mean, normal, like a normal person, you're going to wish them well. You don't want nothing wrong to be with them. So, yes, wanting to check on them is normal. Especially, I think it's very safe that you're playing the let's not have sex, let's not kiss, let's not do that. Because once that gets involved, then you're playing... You know, no, you're, playing, you're playing, playing the cards. You're just playing a crazy game. Yeah. yeah. You're just playing a very so, dangerous game. Yes, it's normal to still want to know about your ex because they were in your life. I don't know how long. Now, if you tell me it is my ex and we were together for like three months, I'm like, yeah, yeah you still no, want him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you fact, still want him. Fact. But hey, you're 31 and 
you need to move on. No, facts. <laughs> and, and if 31. And if you don't hear from him and you want the best from him and you wanted him to be Let good. Let him go. And if you wanted him to be good and he, you mm-hmm. ain't hearing from him, then best believe he's doing good. Because if he wasn't, right. he would still be there texting you every day. Right. Trust so, me. And Jesse made a good point. Um, If he's not texting you no more, he's probably doing good. You know, if he's not looking for you, you know what? Sometimes I understand the feeling of wanting to know about them, but don't be selfish because you might, every time you text them, they might get a little uplift from you. And that's not cool because you're kind of leading them on to nothing. And mm-hmm. you need to just allow them to go. So not to be judgy, but it does kind of a little bit sound like you are a little bit leading him on. Because she do... even asked, like, am I selfish? I don't think she's being selfish. But I do think that without trying to, she's leading him on a bit because right. she's over here trying to keep this communication with him and mm-hmm. do all these things. And, you know, she doesn't want anything to do with him like right. romantically. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, let it go. Especially if he's still asking you for sex. He still wants that. Yeah. Right. I, I agree with that. Right. I Don't forget that. that part. She just said that he he still wants he's still asking for sex. So that means he still obviously has some feels for you. No, I, I totally agree. I totally freaking agree. Don't, but don't, yeah. But the fact that you, you did haven't, him. you don't hear from him as much, just says that he's like he's in trying his to mind, move He's trying to move on, mm-hmm. and you should be proud of him for that. And yeah. if you truly love him, like you, like I assume you do, mm-hmm. let let him do it. Let yeah. him let him move on. Yeah, I agree. All right, this one's the one that's a guy. <laughs> now I got it. Now okay. I got it. I I must have merged down. Okay, so the last one that I'm gonna read for tonight is. He says, hey, girl, say less. What up? So I have a question to ask you about the way you ladies handle us men. I'm the type of guy that likes assertive women. I like a woman to know what she wants. I'm 33 years old and I'm done playing games pretty much. I want a wife, kids and a whole shebang. But let's be honest. It seems like most of you women say you want the real deal, but always fall for the lame old men. Oh, Jesse's already like, I'm in for this one. It says, That's I, my guy right there. It says, that must be one of my boys. Like, I must know him somehow. It says, I work hard and I have a lot of things to show for it. But I constantly deal with women who are broken from an ex-boyfriend, but will always go back to the ex-boyfriend over me. Do you women really like to live life hard? So it's true that the nice guy always finished last. Why is that? Or at least, can you help me understand? By the way, the way, <laughs> by the way, your voice is very sexy on the podcast. Just saying. <laughs> oh God, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Nah, you know what? <laughs> this dude, this dude, like, I can relate to a lot that he says. You know, just because. <laughs> Now that I'm recently single, like, I've been in situations like this already, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm talking to somebody and, like, she wants to go back to her ex or whatever, you, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, unfortunately, bro, unfortunately, and, you know, this is a props to women. Mm-hmm. We, unfortunately, have the worst version of women in relationships that we've ever had in society today because <laughs> of how independent and how much, and how much, like, they are their own go-getters. You know, like our parents are used to having a woman who stays at home, cooks their lunch, cooks their whatever, does whatever that the man's goals are. True. And bro, like if you really, truly, if you truly love like girls that are like this, bro, then like 
unfortunately, they're just not going to be as available. And it sounds like you want more of an old school woman, but at the same time, want an independent new age woman and a renaissance woman, as they like to call them. <laughs> and you know what, bro? Like, we can't have both. You're either going to have a renaissance woman or you're going to have a stay at home wife, you know? And it's either you got to choose one or the other, bro. You got to choose one or the other because at this point in life, you know, women either make as much as us or they make more than us. Mm-hmm. And we they don't need us anymore. In, like, they don't need us anymore like they did financially back in the past. I think that for sure, like this guy, like you say that you want a wife, you want to have kids, you want to have all these things. And if these women keep going back to their ex, are you establishing that from the jump? That too, like... That's true. You know, are you letting them what know? Girls you, like, what girls are you attracting? Yeah, like, are you kind of playing their game? Or are you being straight up like, hey, you know what? Like... I want to I want to I want a wife like I want to get married. I want you to move in with me because especially like how old was he? 33? 33. Yeah, you're 33. Like are you dealing with young girls? It sounds like he is. <laughs> no, you know? it sounds like, like he's, he's dealing with girls in their mid 20s. Yeah, because I mean I hope they're at least in their mid 20s. Yeah, if not you're like just going with like broken ass no. women, but Honestly, I would think you need to be more assertive with what you want from the jump. That would be my advice. So you can stop wasting your time. If you're continuously attracting these girls that you say are playing games, you're probably right, but you're probably attracting women who have not that interest in their life at this moment, even if they're 30. And they're just like, I'm 30. I'm just starting to live my life. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like, Yeah, You and you're just probably not dealing with, like, you know, like... Maybe you need to do something different, man. Maybe maybe you are what you attract. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you're broken yourself, but maybe you are what you attract, and maybe you should th- change some things about yourself and see if maybe you attract different types of girls. Yeah, and uh, definitely, j- friend of jump, like, establish the fact that you want something serious because you sound like you want something serious. No, and you should do that from the jump mm-hmm. because that way you'll know you'll scare her off in the beginning or you know that she'll, she's in it for the long haul, bro. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So be assertive from the jump for sure. Make sure you're not dealing with younger women. Because if you're dealing with younger women, that's what you're going to get. They're still fighting themselves, man. They're still fighting themselves. They're not serious about anything or anyone. And they're still weighing out their options. So And And if they're still going back to their ex... Then they're just trying to use you to make somebody else jealous, man. Understand that. Like Reflect on yourself. Are you giving these women something? (laughs) Are you giving them money? Are you like, you know, you gotta think about this because honestly, these girls are shady out here. Like Uh, everybody's shady out here. They're gonna get whatever they want out of whatever they want, especially if you're a nice guy, if you're a nice person, people will use you. And I mean, 33 years old and you're still dealing with women like what you just mentioned. To me, I got to say, you're dealing with young women, young women who are not ready for that and are just out maybe living their best life. And you're just attracted to those type nah, of girls. But you know what, though, man? I I, I uh, commend you for saying that you're into assertive girls who are go-getters and do what they and do what they do. Those are the type of girls that I like too. Oh, he did say and, that. Yeah, right. no, those are the type of girls that I love, bro. Like, I have requirements. Like, she needs at least needs to have this, this, and this for for her for me to be able to even consider her as a serious option. Right. Right. So I'm with you on that boat, bro. She but said if, she likes. He if said, you're not ready for that, man. If like if you say you like it, but you're not ready for what that girl is offering, 
then maybe you don't want that mm-hmm. really and you want something else. Yeah. So maybe go back. Evaluate he says that I'm the type of guy that likes assertive women. I like a woman to know what she wants, but you say that. You and then, yeah, she goes back to her ex. Yeah. Like, so she it sounds like, yeah, know. she does know what she wants. She wants her ex. <laughs> right. And you're the place and you're, and you're yep. just the place kicker. You're yep. just the person who's there. Yes. In the meantime, while she gets that shit figured out with right. her ex. I agree. You're just Mr. Right now, bro. You ain't Mr. Right. <laughs> Not trying to say that as a knock to you, That's but true. just make sure that when you're dealing with somebody, you see the flags from the beginning. And mm-hmm. I, we were just having that conversation, Donna, is that us people, we don't we ignore the flags because we like somebody. By the way, we have a lot of dialogue. Like, you guys have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you keep saying, like, we talked about that the other night. Because we really do. Like, yeah. we sit there and we just have these conversations for hours. Hours. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, like, bro, like, if she, if yeah. you like the assertiveness and you know what that, you know what they want, then you're, then you're actually not going after the girls that you say you actually want because you're saying you, you want a girl who knows what they want, but yet they're going back to the ex. They don't know, bro. They don't mm-hmm. know if they want to move on or if they want to stay back. In but their let's old, be honest, Jesse. He's for sure dealing with young girls. I know he's for sure dealing with younger girls. Yeah. Just because I've been dealing with younger girls, I fucking hate <laughs> and them. He, he, get the, he gets the same outcome. Okay? I get the same outcome. And, you know, like, yeah. I ain't perfect. You ain't perfect. Nobody perfect, bro. Right. But we all trying to do better. We trying to grow. Yeah. We're trying to recharge our crystals at night. <laughs> them crystals up. Let's not get started with that. <laughs> but anyways, thanks you guys um, for sending these emails. Um, for this last guy, for sure, like, reflect on who you're attracting. You know, reflect on if you want all of this, maybe you need to up, up, up your requirements, up your standards, you know? Like, you're not going to find a girl with no standards wanting to be a wife with kids like that's not gonna happen it has to be a girl like you said you want assertive women that know what they want uh attract that because if you were really into those type of women you wouldn't even be dealing with this shit now you know as guys a lot of times and i could attest to this from just past experiences it's just like we we take what we can get sometimes <laughs> yeah. you know yep. and that's and that's a flaw in guys you i know? agree we take what we can get Instead of instead of like holding ourselves to the standards that women hold themselves to, and they're fortunate enough to be able to hold themselves to those standards because you know they got the pussy power, you know. Yeah. So just hold yourself to that same standard, bro. Like we got power too, man. Like we got dick power. We have we have all the same power. Gotta be. We just don't utilize it, man. We just don't utilize it, and you just need to be like more assertive in what you want. And I think that you need to start doing those things from up front and you're going to start weeding out all the women who aren't going to be able to do that for you, bro. I agree. For sure. But anyways. All right. Well, I think that's it, Jesse. Yeah, so, thanks for having me, Donna. Yeah, you guys. So shout out to you guys again for uh, sending in these emails. Um, you guys keep sending these emails. I know a lot of you guys reply to me on Instagram, you know, with a DM about my questions. I would love to hear your stories. Like, you know, a lot of you guys have good content, good life experiences. Send those emails. Like, send these emails. Do them anonymously. We can all you learn know. from each other. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of, you know, so many people are going through different struggles. We just don't like to talk about them, you know? 
or you think maybe you're the only one going through bullshit, and it's not true. A lot of people are going through you shit. You know, just from listening to Donna's podcast, you know, as a as a listener, you know, as a listener, I listen to a podcast, and I like, I'll hit her up about them, and I'll be like, damn, mm-hmm. this topic you reached on, like that really touched me, and like I didn't yeah. think people were thinking that way or whatever, but like the fact that she is, and the fact that other people are, mm-hmm. you know, like we all help each other, man. So like you, that email helps us. Yeah, us talking to you helps you. Exactly. We just literally talked on three different topics that are like shit that everybody goes through. Jesse just reflected on his damn self right now. So definitely keep sending those emails. Again, the email address is girlsayless.podcast at gmail.com. Follow the Instagram page, girlsaylesspodcast. Um, and yeah, Yo, Jesse. Stay tuned. She got some big shit cooking, y'all. <laughs> yes, I'm March so excited. What? Shut up. March 14th. <laughs> March 14th. Just hold hold the day. It's going to be about March 21st when she puts it out. She got big things coming, man. Yeah, you guys. Um, I appreciate all you guys listening. Thank you, Jesse, again for being on here with me tonight. It was a good podcast. And yeah, you guys. So I know I've... Uh, this is the first one for 2021, but we've got a lot of good shit coming. So... Hopefully you can bring me back on that. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have to have Jesse back on here, you guys. So shout out to Jesse. Jesse, do you want to put your Instagram out or Yeah, in just Twitter? follow me at jessiejess101 on all platforms. That's J-E-S-S-E-J-E-S-S-101 on all platforms. Just Google that shit. You'll find me. Oh, sure. wow. Google it. <laughs> okay, for sure. He's famous, you guys. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> He's basic. I'm just kidding, Jesse. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) All right, you guys, for sure. So thanks for tuning in. Um, And yeah, girls say less. We'll be back. Thank you.